Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Red X podcast. My name is Andrew Swenson, an unfamiliar face maybe to some of you. All our other hosts were out of the office today, so I decided to jump in. Usually I'm behind the scenes running and making the video look pretty, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here talking with you all today and talking with our guest, Guy Miguez from Louisiana, the uh, Acadiana Lafayette market. He's here. Uh, we've, had, we've had Guy on the podcast before. Uh, he's... He is one, oh, he's watching. Um, he's one of my favorite guests uh, because he's been in the industry for about a year. A year last week, right, guy? One year last week. That's right. One year last week. So um, within his, you know, within his first year of of being in the real estate industry, he has just made a killing. He was selling for sell by owners like a ninja. He was rocking his market. We had him on the show, and and he really impressed a lot of people. So we brought him back today to uh, kind of show everyone what he's been doing since then. Um, after our last show with For Sale By Owners, we talked Guy, we kind of convinced him into trying a couple of the lead types. We talked him into some expireds, we talked him into some For Rent By Owners, and he's been trying those out and having some crazy success. So we're here today to talk about the success he's been having with those other lead types and some of his plans for the future. So Guy, how you doing today? Good, man, good. Happy to be with y'all. Awesome. Well, we're ha we're glad to have you. Um, for those of you joining us on Facebook and uh, YouTube or on our website, remember this is a participatory event. So please chat in, send us your questions, let us know what you want to learn from Guy. If you have any questions for him about what he's doing in his market, um, we'll we'll take a look at those questions and pass them along and make sure we uh, get Guy to answer some of those for you. Um, so to get going, Guy, why don't you just tell us, um, for those of you who haven't, for those of the audience members who haven't seen you before, go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, where you came from, what you're doing, how long you've been in the industry, and uh, kind of your strategy there. Yeah, well, well, I started, uh, I'll started back, and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, I have about a year, uh, well, I just did, I just made my first year in real estate. I do a lot of for sale by owners. Um, I didn't really have any resources at the beginning, so you know I had to be resourceful. Uh, so started doing a lot of for sale by owners, and uh, really fell in love with those people. Uh, and uh, really, what I'm here for today is to publicly apologize because on the last podcast, I was like, "Man, no, I don't do, I don't do expired. They're grumpy, this, that, and the other." I apologize. Y'all were right. Everyone should be trying expired. Uh, they're not grumpy. They're just like normal people. <laughs> so yeah, it's been going good. That's awesome, man. That's great to hear. And uh, we, we, we're, we're excited to have you back, like I said, because you've only been in the industry for a year. A year, what, a, about a week ago yeah. is what you told me. And, yeah. and the fact yeah. that you immediately started crushing it with for sale by owners and then you kind of pivoted when we talked you into these other lead types and you've been having some great success with that we're here to kind of put you in front of other agents who are in your shoes, right? They maybe have been in the industry for 
less than you know three years and they're trying to find which leads work best for them and which ones to to try out and and so um so yeah we're we're, we're excited to have you again for everyone joining um chatting your questions chatting your comments we see mike there hey mike mike sherrard a a, a good buddy of guys a good, good friend of red x's here and uh so yeah welcome everyone um so guy let's let's uh let's jump hey, right at hey, what's up hey i don't want to interrupt you Please do. But before we get started, I want to know something. Yeah. I need to know, uh, I, I want to, you know, I've been working expires for about a month, okay? okay? It's going great. But I need to I need to talk to someone at Red X, uh, whoever's in charge of scheduling, and, and who thought it was a good idea to set me up after the GOAT, Derek, uh, <laughs> the, the expired GOAT, have me coming on here talking about expires directly after this thing. Who is uh, responsible for this? You know, guy, I will take full credit for that. What guy's talking about is last, uh, <laughs> let's see, last our last podcast was Derek Lipsky, the king of expireds. He killed it. But you know what, guy, we're having you on to follow him up, to show him up, to show everyone that you don't have to be the expired king to kill it with expireds. So, yes. um, so yes. but I will take full credit. I scheduled you after <laughs> Derek Lipsky. I apologize. It may or may not happen again, but 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 we'll see. So, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, and for those of you who haven't checked out that episode, it's a good one. This one's going to be just as good. So 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 hang in there. So guy, let's jump right in and talk about. Um, first, I want to I, I kind of want to get pick your brain a little bit about why or or. or the difference between for sale by owners and expireds, right? Because you were only doing for sale by owners, now you're doing expireds. What's the difference there, and how did you kind of navigate that shift? Yeah, so surprisingly enough, man, I, I figured expired would be a little bit, you know, a little bit upset there. You know, they, their house was on the market six months a year, whatever it is. So I had this, you know, I, let, I psyched myself out. I was, I was scared of them for some reason. And really, man, I was way wrong. Um, I mean, for sale, I, I, I mean, I'm listing expires at a way higher clip than I am for sale by owners. Um, I find the difference is you get different objections with expires than you do it for sell by owners. Sell by owners, they, they think they're going to get it done themselves. So, you know, they don't want to do the commission. They don't see our worth, you know, and so on and so forth. With expires, you know, they've already agreed to everything. Right. They've agreed to everything. They're okay with the marketing. They understand everything that's going to happen. They're okay with the commission most of the time. Um, so I find they're a little closer than for sale buyers. Um, and, and really a lot of times it, it's, I mean, the reason a property doesn't sell, some properties are just gonna expire. If they're marketing right, if they're, if they're priced right, there's still gonna be some that slip through the cracks. So those are a different situation. But a lot of times what I'm finding with my clients, I mean, I'm having to lower their prices significantly usually. Um, so you're either dealing with ones that, you know, have cell phone pictures where you can see the agent in the, in the bathroom mirror, taking the mirror yep. you have that, yeah, that level, or you have some that are just overpriced from people buying listings, pretty much. Right. You know, hey, look, what do you want listed for? I'll take it. A lot of times, it's one of those two, and as long as you tell the truth, you show the evidence, you know, and and you show something different than what what their last agent did, it's a pretty easy, it's a pretty easy thing to get, you know. Yeah, so so kind of a different set of objections um, or a shift in objections, but but not necessarily for the bad. Because you're right, a lot of people say 
especially new expireds are they're kind of grumpy they're mad at their last agent they're upset that their home didn't sold uh sell they're they're definitely volatile a little bit emotional and so when you call them and, and you get this a lot you know you're the 87th caller leave me alone um you know a lot of people get turned off by that and and with for sale by owners they have their own set of problems with yeah like you said they they think they know what they're doing they're trying they've got you know they want to get a certain price for their home they don't want to pay a commission so the objections shift a little bit there um so 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 what part of that like surprised you most and i guess you know what what really inspired you to keep going with expires so whenever I first whenever I first picked up the expired script and, and I first got into expires, we didn't have a whole lot of we didn't have a whole lot of new expires in our MLS. Um, we're in a little bit of a different market where you know not not a lot not a lot expired. But whenever I got on, it you know it was a lot of old expires. I'm talking three months, four mm -hmm. months, and, and man, I called them up. It's like that wave of agents that harassed them. You know, the day after they expired or whatever. Right. That was done. You don't get that. Oh, where the heck were you? Whenever my house is on the market, I haven't been told that one time, and that's what I was scared of. Right. Uh, I was like, well, I, I don't know. I was out working for other people, you know. Totally. Uh, so I find, I mean, I've been having a lot of success with some of the older expired, you know, three months plus, and it, it's a lot of them are still ready. They just want to be reminded of when they, why they were, what they were doing. Hey, why were you guys selling? Is that still alive? And would you like me to help you do that? Right, that makes sense. So, so you're saying that you found your niche in old expireds. Do you still work new expireds? Man, uh, so it's only been only been like a month and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've called some new expireds for sure. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if I listed any, but I have a pretty full pipeline. I'm sure they have a few in there, um, but mainly it's from old expireds. I mean, I listed one the other day that was two years old. Wow, you so you're going way back. You're going way back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, are y'all still selling it? Are y'all y'all still want to sell or what? Because um, look, it's a completely different. Uh, it's a completely different time right now. Yeah. Um, you know, we have interest rates really low in our market. There's a you know uh, the supply and demand. There's not a whole lot of supply and a lot of demand. So it's easy to it's easy to call them and present them with those facts and say, hey, look, if you guys still want to roll, uh, let's take a look at it. You know. Right. Totally. And I, I, I think that that's, that's an important niche for people to explore in their market, right? It may not be right for every market, but, but if you go back, whether it's two, three, six, nine, twelve, even 18 to 24 to 36 months back, right? Two or three years back, yeah. these are people who they tried to sell their home, their home expired. They probably got bombarded by calls the day after it expired. Yeah. And you know, maybe that left a bad taste in their mouth and, and who knows though, maybe they still want to move. Maybe they still, just need that little bit of extra push. How much? How much do you really have to push them, or what do? What does that conversation sound like um, to actually get them to list with you? So, so what I do is, uh, you know, I'll ask them, "Hey, look, uh, I saw your house. I saw you trying to sell your house a while back. Uh, did you guys end up selling it, or, or what, what's the story there?" And then they'll start. They'll start telling you what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I find uh, so asking them that question. Start to, they'll start to expand a little bit on what happened. And then you could ask them, you know, well, well, what do you think stopped it from selling? And then they'll start going in there. So you're gathering intelligence. A lot of times, you know, the Asian didn't do their job. It was a bad time. Good news, I could fix both of those. Mm -hmm. So it's a good time, and I'm not a bad agent. 
So that's really the two that you could possibly get. And I'm, you know, it's a good time and, I, and I'm not a bad guy. So from there, it's just finding out if they still want to move. Hey, look, have you guys, uh, you know, have y'all given up on that goal of moving? Right. Um, and, and if they haven't, they'll say no. You know, but I mean, it's kind of a hard question to say, uh, say, yeah, yeah, we gave up. You know, it kind of puts them in a bit of a, a bit of a spot where, you know, no one wants to give up. So if it's still alive, you can start really getting into uh, some some good conversations at that point. Um, now, of course, sometimes situations change if you go that far back. But I mean, if you have that lead source available, you have the expires available, you might as well call and find out. Yeah. Because that, that's really all real estate is regardless. Unless they're for sale by owner, you just don't know. You don't know if it's still up in the air to move. You might as well call and see. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you when you call these old expireds, regardless of how old they are, what does your script sound like, or what what do you say to them on the phone to engage them? Because I think a lot of agents, and we've been talking about this a lot recently on the podcast, is they want to avoid this commission breath, right? They hate we don't want to come in hot. We don't want to be like, hey, you. It's obvious that I'm trying to you know help you sell your home. I want your business. I want your business. And, and I think that's where a lot of people get, you know, get turned off, especially new expireds. So how do you navigate that to not have that commission breath, to not come across uh, strong um, and, and really talk them into it? Yeah, so I think there's a fundamental shift that needs to happen and you need to not have commission breath. Um, right. You, you, can't, you can't look at folks like a paycheck. They're, they're going to feel that. Now, my script, my script is, you know, a, a version of the yes master script. So it's, again, it, it's, it's, hey, you know, what's the story? Did it sell? Now, of course, I know it didn't sell. I checked it. So I am playing a little bit stupid, but I just want to get them to, you know, hey, tell me what happened. Right. Um, so, hey, what's the story? Did it expire? And, and have you guys given up? Um, that's really, that's really the gist of the script. Is, is finding out is moving still available if you guys would like to you know if you guys would still like to make that move is that something that i can help you with right and i find old expires are really willing to have that conversation because their guard is way down mm. uh, at this point i'm just someone calling talking to them and uh ricky caruth always said you know talk to people like um you know like they're your friend or your cousin or whatever and i believe in that for sure i don't put them up on the pedestal i just call and talk to them um, I do a good job. I have a good service. And if you still want to move, I'll make that happen for you. You know? That's great. And I love that because we hear, we hear that a lot with, um, where people say when, when you work your sphere of influence, your friends, your family, your past clients, their friends and family, right? Um, when you work your sphere of influence, you're not going to call your aunt or your mom or your cousin and say, Hey, I want to sell a house. You're going to call them and catch up. You're going to treat them like a human. You're going to nurture that, that positive relationship. And then when they ask you questions, yeah, you can bring it into real estate. You can do, but but it sounds like you're kind of treating these old expires as if they're your sphere of influence. Is that fair to say? Yeah, for sure. So everyone's really your sphere of influence. I, I'm I'm in a small town. Um, I, I mean, man, these these are my people. These yeah. are my people. Why why am I going to talk to my people any type of way? This is what I always tell people. You know, if I'm in a room with, and we're talking to agents about about cold calling and being being nervous about the seller, man, look. Look at this guy. Are you nervous to talk to him right now? No. Okay, yeah, he's just a nice guy, right? Now, if you put a for sale by owner sign in his front yard, you freak out. Right. That makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Just talk to him. 
what's what is the worst thing that's going to happen if you call if you call any type of lead source the worst thing that's going to happen is exactly what's happening right now they're not going to use you yeah that's it worst case there's nothing else they can do other than use you so you're starting off ahead of the game because you're you're already there you're already at zero every day be at zero and just look for someone to help every day that's uh, fantastic the leaders, yeah that's awesome and it sounds like you're approaching it from like if i don't try at all i've failed I can try and fail, and then I learn a lesson, or I cannot try at all, and I still fail, and I haven't learned a lesson. Absolutely. Old expired, for rent by owner, for sale by owner. If, as long as you're making the calls, um, as long as you're making the calls and asking the question and, and trying to help them, um, man, you're winning. You're winning. So, but the, the only day you're not going to, you're, you're losing is the days you don't call. Yeah. You know, uh, here in the last week, I think I listed I listed one house because of Mike Sherrard. I'm blaming this guy. He, uh, you know, I, I started you know working on some of his stuff. So for the last two weeks, I've been putting all that in place. And look, I'm not a tech person. I've been putting ads on things like, hey, I'm hiring whoever. You you, you yeah. know how to do tech stuff? Come on, come work with me. But no one's responded, so I've been having to do that stuff myself. Uh, so I mean, I've been upset the last two weeks. I only I only listed one property. So and it wasn't expired. Um, so my input is reflecting my output. I made mm -hmm. one day of calls, I got one listing in the last two weeks, rightfully so. Yeah. You know, so really it's just in, in getting over that fear, losing the commission breath and calling whoever, old expired, new expired, as long as you're calling with good intentions, it should be relatively easy, man. I, I don't really have bad calls, to say the truth. Um, I think I've been cussed out one time, that was it. That's, that's, that I mean, that's nothing. You ask most agents and they get cussed no. out daily. You just must have a great neighborhood, man. You must have a great community. No. Hey, you know why those cats get cursed out? What's up? Because, because a lot of people approach real estate, they don't approach it like a professional. Mm. So here's whenever they're working on their script. It's whenever they're live with a client, right. with, a, with a lead or whatever. And that's game time. That's game time. You need to be on at that point. You should be practicing for hours a day. Yeah. So even if, even if I'm not making calls, I'm still going over my scripts. I'm still handling objections in my head. I'm still staying sharp. Um, so they don't practice. And then the first time they see the script is when they're making calls. Yeah, it's going to go bad for you. You're going you're gonna to get smoked. Uh, but if you, if you relax, you talk to them like normal people, and you know what you're going to say, you treat your, treat your business like a you know, be a professional whenever you call folks. Yeah. Man, it's real hard to get get fussed at. And that yeah. lady that cussed me out, I called her back the following week. I was like, hey, uh, this is guy you told me to call you back this week. You were busy last time we talked. Oh, hey, yeah, I remember. <laughs> so it was a friendly conversation. You had a good conversation with her. Yeah. Yeah, she told me about her Disney trip, everything. So that's awesome. Dude, that's you should, the worst that's going to happen. You should get a folder set up um, in Vortex of like people who cussed me out follow up. Right? Like just oh, call yeah, them back, sure. see if they're still pissed off, like whatever it is. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So we've actually got a couple questions coming in. Um, we have a question from Amanda Smith. Amanda is a regular listener. She's here every day. We love we love seeing from and hearing from Amanda. She asks, what strategies do you use to get the sellers to understand that they're overpriced besides comps? So that's, I have never in my one year, so all, all 40 some listings, I have never got pushed back on list price. Never, not one time. Because here's what you do. 
Uh, my broker does an awesome job. I mean, that that's some, that's one of the reasons that draw me that drew me to Dream Home. Uh, the guy the guy is a pricing guru. He's he's phenomenal at pricing real estate. And if you go in there, so so obviously they did didn't work. Okay, let's say they're marketing everything like that's right. Everything's good. Uh, pictures are good. Good agent, fine. But the price is off. A lot of agents will take will take a listing to get buyers, knowing that the price is off. Um, you know, I don't do that. I'm not taking it if it isn't price right. I, I don't want any expired. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what what I do is I, I cop it out. I pull up some that sold, some that that's listed, and then some that expired, including their listing. Right. And if you could find apples to apples uh, comps, and you present them in a way, you walk them down the comp. Hey, make them. Hey, look what it sold for. Look at the square footage. Look at the pictures. It's nice, right? Mm -hmm. You show them the reality. At the end, after I'm done presenting my my, uh, my comps, I'll tell them, look, what realistically do you think, after looking at this evidence, should we list your property for? Right. Nine times out of ten, their number is right within the range that, that I have, that I pulled. Because it's logic. You can't, if you can't explain why your home's worth so much more compared to these comparables, then then you're just you're just you're you're burying your head in the sand you're just going to expire again and i'm the right not the right person for you i got gotcha. you yeah uh, so so to kind of get to amanda's question is she's saying okay well what besides comps can you do and your answer is just go with the comps but rather than um rather than replacing them with something else and not using comps you you really dig in and prove why those comps matter you, you prove it and, yeah. and 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 so i i don't I've never ran into a point where where a potential a potential listing push back on comps if they're apples to apples. Right. So I think the only reason that someone would push back on that and using those to compare is if they're not apples to apples and you didn't do a good job mm. pulling uh, pulling legit comps. So I mean I would just ask them. So where where's your evidence to justify this price? If this evidence isn't good enough, show me something to change my mind with that because this is what we have. This is what we have to work with. Don't you see, don't you see the price? Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, what you want to do also is separate your opinion from the price altogether. Mm. It's not my price. It's not your price. It's the market. The market dictates the price and your price didn't work for six months or a year. I gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great to hear because, um, you know the the proofs in the pudding. They always they always need that proof, and if you can really lay it out very clearly and very explicitly for them, they can't deny it. And if if they if they, they deny it at that point, then that's just kind of on them, right? You've you've you know you've done your due diligence. That's great. Um, so so we talked on the phone a couple of days ago, and uh, you mentioned to me that that when we convinced you to go do some expireds, you tried some expireds and then, and then you found something online that said, you know, try some old expireds and that you kind of doubted it or, or, or you were intrigued by it and that the people online said, no, don't, don't do those old expireds and you've proved yeah. them wrong. Yeah. How, how great yeah. does that feel? Yeah. <laughs> I know, man, it's crazy that they lie on the internet. I thought everything on there was true. And Is it not? No one likes old expired. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, so, so nothing works to someone who's bad. Right. If you're you're gonna have a tough time with old expires, new expires, for sale by owners. If you don't know how to communicate with folks and you aren't taking your job seriously and learning the scripts, learning the dialogue to have a productive conversation, 
you're going to struggle with all these. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of let myself fall into that too. You know, last time I was talking about how they were drunk, I was like, hey, that's my new expired. Um, you know, I, that was a good lesson for me. All lead sources are good if you're good. Um, and, and the only way to be good is to practice. And if you, if you put in the work, if you put in the work learning your scripts, learning your dialogue, learning how to handle the objections, um, you truly care, all lead sources are good. Yeah. That, that's awesome, dude. That's, and that's what we love to hear. That's what we love to hear at Red X because we have so many lead sources and I think people mm -hmm. will skip through them without really giving them their full effort. And I love your model. I love, I love how you started with for sale by owners, right? Because you knew a lot about them. You heard that they'd be easy. You, you had some early success with them and, and, and you didn't really branch out until you were comfortable, right? Until you had a steady thing. And that's, that's something that we recommend, especially for newer agents or that, that a lot of people recommend for newer agents is, yeah, get comfortable in one thing and then branch out, add it to your lead stack rather than going all the way in and, and overwhelming yourself, right? We don't want to get overwhelmed. So um, we've got a couple questions that kind of align with that. Uh, Steven Shipler, thank you for joining us, Steven. Uh, he asks, how many hours a day do you make phone calls on average and on what days of the week? Uh-huh, so, so again, the, so the last, last couple of weeks I've been a little bit backed up with old Mike, but um, usually, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with that guy. Uh, <laughs> distracting me from my cold calling, but I know if I set up his stuff, I won't have to do as much, but anyway. Mm. Uh, so usually I try to do uh, kind of all day Tuesday, I call from about nine till two, three o'clock, something like that. Um, Wednesday, I'll make some more calls if I have time, and all day on Friday, I'm making live calls uh, for some of our agents at the other uh, other brokerages, um, well, other offices with that same brokerage. I'll come and do a demo. I'll phone call live. They'll hear me get my butt whooped on calls. They'll hear me have good calls. So, so it kind of helps me stay accountable doing all day Tuesday, all day Friday, um, and then as much as I can fit in between. But I, I think that. Mike Ferry's rule, you know, three hours, three times a week. Mm. I think that's an awesome place to start. And I tell a lot of, of our newer agents who are scared to scared to call and stuff, I say, look, talk to five people a day, five people a week, okay? Now, if you can't talk to five people a week, I'm not helping you next week because <laughs> that's easy. I could do that in the next 30 minutes. Right. I'm not helping you no more. You know, you're not, you're scared. Yeah. But five people a week. That following week, I need you to follow up with those five and then add five more. So next week, you're going to be following up with 10 and just keep building that. And, and as your skills get sharp, find some little cheap listings. Don't care if you get them or not. Just find some people to talk to to get that fear, that fear off of you. Uh, and man, I still get nervous. I still get nervous whenever I call. And I call all the time because every call is different. It's a lot the same, but it's still different. Yeah. You know, so I'll get nervous. But if you, you get nervous, you better get it done anyway. Yeah. Uh, if not, you're going to be broke. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you mentioned the fear there. I think that's, that's a huge thing for a ton of agents is like, I'm just afraid to call. It makes me nervous. I don't like getting yet. Whatever it is, they're, they're kind of in their own head about why they're not calling. What would you recommend to get over that? Because just now you said, like, if you're too scared to call, whatever. But like, y you also said that you've been there. So what advice do you have to overcome that fear? And, and just just okay. do it yeah yeah so I, so I'm super I, I think you need to find out figure out your why mm -hmm. and I know that that seems ridiculous uh, but man you know I got a wife and kids at home uh, the 
fear of them struggling and hurting for anything is so much worse than anything a for sale by owner or an expired can say. Um, genuinely, there's nothing these people can do to me. Nothing. But if I let my family down, that's going to do a lot. Yeah. So if you don't have a big sphere of influence, you, you don't have all this money for buying leads, and I tell you what, you better you better figure out something that scares you more than some angry stranger. Yeah. You you you, you better just do it, because um, if not, the business ain't coming. There's, yeah. I think there's a ninety percent turnover rate in this business. Mm-hmm. And what does that it, hump look like? How? Yeah, I hear you. And how, how, how long did it take for you or how long does it take you if you still get afraid to get over that hurdle every day, every week or, or early on in your career? Like this, like this. I get the, I, I dial into the storm and I do, I do three, two, one, boom. And we're rolling. Fear's we're rolling. Gone. We're on, we're on three, two, one now. And just go. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I may have even got that from one of these podcasts. Um, but it's just getting that first one out the way mm. and realizing that there's nothing they could do to you other than hire you. They're either right. going to hire you or you're in the same boat you're in. Expired, for rent by owner, for sale by owner. Yeah, totally. Well, that's great. And, and yeah, we've heard that from several agents too. We've heard it on the podcast a bunch of times. Yeah, you just, just make your first dial, right? Just just as soon as you get, you know, as soon as you get into it, it'll it'll feel better. It'll be a lot easier. That's awesome. Thank you, and Guy. Um, real quick, before uh, real quick too, before we move on, I usually just so everyone, this will help y'all feel better too. Uh, I usually get smoked that first two phone calls. It's bad. Right. It's real bad. <laughs> I usually get smoked on those two, but that's okay because if I talk to enough people today, one of them's gonna like me for sure, for certain. One of them's gonna like me. Yeah. Um, and, and don't worry about what they give back to you too. So, sure. so if they're not giving you the right stuff back, the scripts aren't going to work. The dialogue is going to be bad. A lot mm-hmm. of y'all see a lot of the highlights. The highlights are the highlights. There's a lot of stuff in between there that's not that's not so so cute. So just get used to taking your lumps, and the good ones are going to come for sure. Yeah, I love what you said there about about seeing the highlights, right? I think so many agents go on YouTube or they go on Facebook, and and there's there's mention of the struggle and the grind but they see these agents that are just ultimately successful and they don't see all those steps and all those years and all those terrible phone calls that it took to get there i think having that having that realistic expectation is great because it does pay off right because then you can build your sphere of influence you can build a a referral driven business a social media driven business and Mm -hmm. and return to the cold calls just you know just for fun whatever you need so that's great guy thank you um so you mentioned that you are going into your office and actually helping your team. You're kind of coaching your team, doing doing live calls, giving them advice. Um, what does that look like, and what advice have you given them that you think you could give to our audience today? Yeah, that's fun. So I was I was nervous about cold calling in front of people uh, and going and calling calling in general, you know, up until this day. But I find that helped me get out of my shell a little bit. So what I'll do is. You know, we have a we have a, a brokerages opening up all across Louisiana. We're in the process for a brokerage in Louisiana. Um, and what we do, my broker and I will come up and, and we'll do some training. We'll, we'll teach people how to call. Really, we're trying to build, a, um, you know, our brokers focus around prospect. Focus around telling people the truth. Here's the truth. If, if you don't prospect, you're not going to get any listings at all. Right. Unless your mom and them got something and they want to list it. Um, the only way to do it is to talk to strangers, and we're trying to teach everyone how to talk to strangers and how to get over that fear. And I mean, man, I emptied a bucket on them. 
I give them everything. I tell them everything I'm doing. I'll give them the way I handle objections, all that. Because again, there's no, there's no scarcity. There's nothing anyone can do to take any business from you. Um, some people are going to like you. Some people are going to like someone else. Um, but I, I do think that, uh, you know, it, it's good to give. It's good to give and you get, you get what you give. So if I can help the, the agents around me grow and, you know, come up to a higher level, um, you know, I'm here for that. That's awesome. And that's why you're on the show today, because you're here to help other agents, you know, help other agents learn and grow. We love that. Um, so, Guy, let's shift gears a little bit. We spent most of this podcast talking about how, how expireds and old expireds and how you've been succeeding with them. You've, you've also been doing some for rent by owners, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us a little bit yeah, about so that? Same thing, the learning curve, the kind of success you've been having and how you prospect them? Yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm right on any of this stuff, y'all. So uh, this is just my opinion on things. Uh, for rent by owners, I kind of approach them like buyers. Um, so I, I'm really not looking at uh, – I know I have a for rent by owner guy that comes on. I need to watch his podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I, I'll call him up and say, hey, look, you know, anything I can do to help you and ask him, you know, get some information about the house. Look, I know people who I always know people who look in the rent, they don't have good credit. Maybe they need to rent something. I'll be happy to kick them your way. Uh, and I, you know, I really would. And then I just ask him, you know, what, what are you looking for on your next property? Mm. I'll go down, I'll put them on, you know, they'll start getting my emails. I'll start sending them properties and, and nice. I kind of go out on that way. Um, yeah. So for rent by owners, for rent by owners to me is a buyer's you yeah. Know? Yeah. Now, from what I understand, investors aren't too loyal, so I'm not gonna, I'm not canceling my expires and my, um, and my fizzbos or my geo leads to uh, so, to just work for rent by owners. But again, I'm right. talking to people about real estate. Um, I mean, I've ran into people that I used to be in the oil field with that are investors now. I know those people are used to give me a holler if they need something. Um, but look, if I need my contacts, if I need to get some contacts for the day. I'm having a bad day on calls. I might pick up and start talking to some perimbi owners or some geo leads just to kind of pass the time, talk to some people about real estate and not get smashed by uh, fizzbos or expires. That's great. So it's, 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 it's more, of, more of adding them to like a slow drip campaign almost, right? Rather than going, going for the throat and being like, do you want to unload a property or are you ready to buy new properties? You just, you, just, you just kind of add them to your sphere, right? You add them to your sphere and yep. then slowly say, well, something's for sale. Here's what I've got going on. And, and they always know that you're there to, to help them. That's awesome. Yep. I think that's a great way. That's a great kind of long-term plan for, for rent by owners um, that I think uh, I think a lot of agents can can try out and really benefit from. That's awesome. Thank you, Guy. Um, so, so the whole point of today's show has been what has Guy done since the last time he's been on? He's tried a bunch of new leads. He's found a lot of new success trying these new things. And the last thing I want to talk about today is what you've already mentioned a little bit of is your social media strategy with Mike Sherrard. And he's been helping you. Um, he, we, we saw him pop into the chat. I hope he's still watching. Give us a holler if you're still watching, Mike. Um, we've had a couple podcasts with Mike in the past where he talks about his social media strategy. How is he helping you and what, how have you ramped up some of your social media to, to create some attention there? Yeah, so, so what, what happened since we last talked so I finished up my year uh, last week. I made a business Facebook page. Uh, I don't post any memes on it, none of that. So I'm official like a whistle now on social media. <laughs> uh, and then I looked up, so so 
I caught I caught some of Mike's podcast on here with uh, uh, old boy from Texas, Racer, um, yep. Racer, Racer, and he said so. He said uh, he said if your strat something like if your strategy is putting it on the MLS, you have no business taking the listing. Hmm. I was like, shut up, Racer. Yeah, yeah, I have business <laughs> taking the listing. I'm gonna price that thing right and sell it. But really true. It's really really true. And I think that's going to separate most agents and, and it's just another skill. Uh, yeah. It's adding something to your, to your tool bag. And I, I think, you know, Mike gives a lot of value in his copy, uh, a lot of value in the strategy, especially for someone like me who knows nothing about it. I mean, I learned a lot since I started checking him out. Um, I mean, I'll text that dude at like way late. I don't know what time it is in Canada that I'm texting him. I'm like, hey, sorry, what about what about this? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So so he, he's helped me a lot. Um, his, his philosophy in it definitely opened up my eyes and I think it's going to help me evolve into into a complete agent. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if people know this here, uh, but I've been doing a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu since I was uh, probably 17, 18, brown belt in Jiu Jitsu. And what you don't want to be is one dimensional. You don't want to have just one thing. You don't want to be good at one move or anything like that. You want to be well-rounded. You need to be able to go from takedown, position, submission. You need to have all those tools. So the more tools you can add in, the better off you are. So if you're totally. good at listings, man, you better start getting good at marketing to where you can leverage those things. And then if you're good at those, you better get good with buyers too because you'll probably get some of those. So I'm just trying to add things to my tool belt and, and you know try to take that next step up. You know. That's awesome, and and I we we've talked to Mike a lot about his social media strategy, and he's all about your personality, right? Get your personality out there, show the community who you are, show the community that you're authentic, and if you can do that, then you're going to be top of mind when they need an agent or when they need you know when they need help with with anything real estate related. And guy, I've got to tell you, you've got a I'm great. I'm about to start strangling realtors. <laughs> Well, I've got to tell you guys, you've, you've got that personality, right? Like the racer has it, you've got it. It's that friendly, warm, welcoming. Like you said earlier, you're, you're here to help. You're not here to get to get a collect a check. And, and I think that that shows. So have you done any videos or started anything like that? Or are you just right now bare bones? You got your Facebook, you got your Instagram, you got your website. Now only move on up. Yes, yes, yes. So we got, we got the website. We got the Facebook. I've got I've got marketing in place for all my listing and look some results yeah, some results. Um, yeah. You can't buy that. You can't get cheaper leads than if you leverage my stuff. Yeah. Um, um, and, and the video thing is coming. It's coming. It's I'm coming. close. Uh, I have two. I have this one and my other uh, my other podcast. So I'll be doing it. Um, yeah. It, that's the plan. That's the plan, dude. That's awesome, and I and I and I love this because I want to remind everyone who's watching that this has only happened in the last year in a week. You hit your year mark last week, and and you've already expanded your lead stack. You're already calling new leads. You're you're trying new stuff. You're expanding your social media. What we're gonna do, guy, is a couple months from now, we're gonna have you back on the podcast to talk about your success with your new social media. Okay, so I'm challenging you. For sure. To get out there, make some videos, make some awesome posts, maybe a couple memes if you're into that. I don't know. That's up to you. But uh, but yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get you back on to talk about that and just get some you know just get some updates if you're open to that. That'd be sweet. Um, so so guy, uh, in our last few minutes here, I want to to kind of ask you if there's any 
any any more advice or anything else you want to say to agents out there who are maybe in your shoes they might be newer they might be looking to expand their lead stack any advice you have for them um, before we before we wrap up here yeah so for, for new for newer agents um, any agents any advice yeah well well yeah if you're yeah for sure well what I advise is that you you educate yourself you you get people around you that are gonna help you and then you fake it till you make it um, I mean, it, confidence comes off for sure. People can feel that you're confident and no one wants to work with someone who's timid. So what I advise is, is find something that makes you feel good, work on that, and then use that to help elevate your confidence and, and you know, really put yourself out there, make the calls and, and just, you know, try it, try it, just start. Um, because look, if you, if you don't work on what you want, what you don't want is going to be automatic. That's confidence. Um, so what I advise is that, you know, find out what you, you know, what, what's the reason you're working today and let that motivate you to, to make the calls. And, and right. if you don't have a big sphere, you haven't been doing this for 10 years and have referrals coming all, all over the place, you, you better get to work. That's awesome. We love to hear that. And, um, and, and thank you guy. That's, that's excellent advice. Um, one last thing is, is what are, what are your, some of your plans for the future? We know you're going to ramp up your social media. We're going to have you back on. Are there any other lead types, pre foreclosures or any, any other plans or strategies that you have moving forward? Or are you just going to keep, keep, keep perfecting what you're doing? Like what's your plan? Yeah. So, so, so man, pre foreclosures seem grumpy. I, I don't think I'm a mess with them, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, Fair. No, that's, no. that's, if it's not for you. Remember the last time? <laughs> I said the same thing about expired. No, I'm probably gonna try them out, man. Uh, definitely social media. Uh, definitely gonna start, you know, leveraging that stuff, leveraging all my listings. And, and man, I want, I need, I need a hundred listings. I need a hundred. Yeah. Um, that, that's the goal. I want a hundred. Um, so that, that, that's the plan. The plan is to is to really start ramping up my prospecting even more, um, helping the agents in my office grow and and you know develop and become a, you know, a, a full, you know, no holes in my game on view with buyers listings and marketing. That's the goal. That's awesome. Can we expect some coaching from you in the near future or no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I you're already coaching. You're... charged for it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's, that's a good, that's a good way to look at it. Well, Guy, again, thank you so much for being on the show today. We've had a great time, great conversation. Some key takeaways is yeah, branch out when you feel like you're ready. You know, accept the challenge of maybe trying a new lead type, trying something that, that you haven't tried before. Um, and, and yeah, take a page out of Guy's book here and, and, and you know, challenge yourself and, and you'll find success. Um, as we wrap up here, just a reminder to everyone that if you want to continue this conversation, maybe a conversation about old expireds or social media, what have you, you can continue those conversations a couple places. One on our Facebook Elite Prospectors page. It's called the Red X Elite Prospectors. Anyone can join and, and kind of have those conversations there. And also the Red X Forum. So if you are a Red X customer, go to forum.theredx.com and check out the conversations people are having there. You can find role play partners. You can find accountability partners. You can find people like Guy who are there just to, to give their advice and, and help you out. Uh, maybe we'll get Guy over on the forum poking around a little bit. I'll be lurking. I'll be lurking. Awesome. In the He'll comments. be lurking. I'll need some. I'll be He's lurking. the lurker. Um, and in the meantime, <laughs> I want everyone to have just a fabulous weekend. Guy, thank you again. And uh, we'll see y'all on Monday.